That sounds. Uh, uh, that sounds. Uh, I never got into Avril Lavigne. Actually, sounds erect. Uh, I liked her after she started dating Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> did you like Nickelback? That, uh, I never had a pleasure? problem with Nickelback. Like, ne- I know, know, it was never I. something that I that I sought out. But like, I, I never understood the the rancid piles hatred of the, for hatred that for that band. Like, it just sound it's it's just a band that sells out arena or you know would sell yeah. out arenas. Good for and them. you could like bop your head to it. It was you know yeah. There wasn't anything I mean, complex or nuanced look at about this it. Photograph. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah. it was, just, it was um, fun stuff, man. I, 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 I didn't love it, but I also didn't hate it. Like, you, you didn't I, I think, to... I think it was a lot. It always sounded like jealousy to me when it was like they're just not very talented and yet they're very famous. And it's like, yeah, are you, fine. are you saying you want to be them? I'm just not. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> are you very talented and and like <laughs> not famous and not famous? Is that why you're cranky, it's or is it because reserved. you're also not very talented and you want to be famous? Hmm. I mean, that, that really is in line with my bitching about that other podcast a second ago. That is kind of, yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but you don't hate them. No, I don't hate them. They just weren't that good. They're just, they're just boring. Yeah. <sighs> they just I, I don't, not. I don't consider Nickelback to be boring. Like, yeah. You know, I, I, I think if you walk nope. up to like most people in the United States and you were to, to I'm sitting there standing in line to clubs, I'll never get it. They will finish that song for you. I'm pretty sure <laughs> that if you start off with a Nickelback lyric, you're going to get somebody in the produce section trying to find some broccoli who will get derailed and you'll be like, ha ha, I stopped you from making a terrible healthy choice. <laughs> And I'm excited. Like a fantastic for it. social experiment. I know. <laughs> I kind of feel like I want to do that. All right, everybody, right. go to your uh, local King Supers and just sing uh, just... a couple of bars of a Nickelback song and see what happens to you the local populace. You need to wait populace. until it just comes on the little like no. like grocery store radio and just start singing along with it and see how many people you can get to join. <laughs> well, a while back, I got on my I got on a I got on, what was it? I got on the light rail at like Lincoln or something like that. It was heading north. And I was sitting there talking because I always talk and I'm talking like this crowd of people and I'm making jokes about, I started, I started under this bit that I, that I do, which is all about, uh, radioactive monsters, right? Godzilla, <laughs> like Gamera. You... Why do these monsters, like, why do they always attack Japan? What's the big deal with Japan? Why is it the center of all of this conflict? And the, the, the simple answer is they don't have a standing military. They just don't. And, and the most unrealistic part about the entire Godzilla series is when tank it was when tanks roll up, Japanese tanks roll up and like start shooting Godzilla. Like you don't have tanks, you losers. And uh, anyway, <laughs> going up this, you know, not even the laser, not even the laser rocket ship shit you're doing, not even that. No, 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 no. The the, the tanks that that's unrealistic. Um, that's the unrealistic part. Uh, you're a bunch of guys with like white gloves on and gray and like white hats or white helmets. Anyway, so the, the, the point of it, there was there's funny joke and I'm telling this whole thing and there's, there's this guy sitting there and he goes, hey, Japan's got its own military. They got their own tanks and stuff. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, they, they've had it for like the last 20 years or so. They, uh, they, 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 they well, started taking it. And I'm like, and I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's Subway. Well, actually, yeah. that guy <laughs> might have that might that guy might have a poop in his pants and you got well actually by him. He had to rummage around uh, in his couch for fair to get on that on that uh, light rail. On that, yeah, on that train. Just and yeah, I was just a just a. But in our like this, <laughs> is, know, like, this is like this is free entertainment, guy. He woke he's up like no. 
He woke no, up that morning. No. He woke up that morning, rummaged around in his couch, and said to himself, you know what? I'm going to change someone's life today. And by <laughs> God, he did. <laughs> I really enjoy how much of a Steve train of thought that was, Tiki. That was good, yeah. yeah. Well, you guys were talking about Nickelback, and I got into this whole, like, the jealousy angle, and then... You know, they yeah, go back yeah. and go around and sing a song anywhere, and like people will join in. And I was like, oh yeah, like I was doing about radioactive monsters, and like everybody was like laughing and having a fun time. And that guy like just, just kind of ruined the whole thing. It was like, wow. Just like when you have wow. to explain a joke and it ruins the whole thing. Yeah, 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 totally. I like, like the idea is... of like the rest of the train turning on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like well, hey, no, he's it was right. Just, they it do was have just a military. This, it, was, it was just this one car, okay? It wasn't the entire train. <laughs> no, no, the Can't whole wait. train. Like, it, it travels like people are... Get like, him! Like, yeah. <laughs> There's some idiot on that like... other, other car who thinks that Japan doesn't have a military. No, yeah, I love this idea. I love this I gotta tell you, I love this idea that like you bomb in one train car, and yeah, you just go to another. You just go to another train car and try to do the same joke again and see how it turns out. That's so, man, that is a great way to do stand-up comedy. Yeah, there you go. You might actually uh, uh, redefine me, the the formula for me. That's, Holy crap, that's, dude, that's could, hysterical. Yeah. That's that's how I roll. Welcome to the Save vs. Poison podcast, the podcast dedicated to gaming, general geekery, and enduring sobriety in an ever-maddening society, with your host Will and two guys that probably live under his stairs. If you're an addict, know an addict, or are just interested in exploring the outer mysteries of geekery, you're in the right place. Without further ado, let's get to the show. Uh, so yeah, it was a weird, that happened to me. That was a while ago, but, um, yeah, yeah. Fuck's sake, that was funny as hell, dude. <laughs> I'm not, that, that was so good. That was so, all of that was so very, very, very amazing. I, I, mean, well, the, I think the whole bit about the radioactive monsters is pretty funny as it is, that whole bit with Japan and all of that. And then, like, yeah, you're right, rolling into the, uh, then some jackass on the train. <laughs> some, some jackass guy. who I swear to God was wearing two different socks. Yeah. He's like, he's like, yeah, we're stationed there back in a, Back in '89, and uh, yeah, they got they got tanks. I saw tanks. They they got their own tanks. They got their own air force. I'm like, cool. Thanks, bro. I was stationed there in '89. <laughs> He's like, okay, all right, all right. Well, we got the subject matter expert there. Why don't you yep. explain <clears throat> Mothra to me then? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that's how it should have went. <laughs> Where would have been really the joke good. then? Yeah, yeah. Why don't you talk about? Gamera, okay, <laughs> and how a flying spinning turtle can save Japan repeatedly I, while simultaneously destroying it. Uh, <laughs> like if you'd pulled out a microphone and been like, "Well, why don't you take the mic?" Then, <laughs> like that would perfect stand-up moment. Perfect yeah, stand-up yeah. Do you want to? You want to? You want to go? You want? You want to? You know, all these people here—they actually paid money to be on this train. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this train's car has got a two-drink minimum, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think people pay. I don't think people pay a fare to, 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 to listen to you talk. That's right. You know, <laughs> pay a fare to listen to you talk. You shut your mouth. Oh my god! Shut your goddamn radioactive monster denying mouth. That's so funny. That's so fucking funny. Nickelback asshole. Nickelback <laughs> asshole. Just you don't have any talent and can somewhat sing, <laughs> and you're on the same car as me. Doesn't mean you can just steal my thunder. That's so good. Oh my god. Yep. Nice. 
Nice. Welcome back to the show, everybody. It's season four, episode 10. And just like every week, I am excited to be here. Very excited to be here. I've got my co-host back, you guys. You guys don't have to sit through another 45 minutes of me jawjacking into the can. And I think that that's a good thing. Joining me tonight, he has never, ever, ever had a sexual attraction to tube-shaped meat that is often covered in condiments. At least, that's what he said in a recent 13-page memorandum circulated here at the SVP home office. He's my friend, Tiki. Evening, Tiki. Hey. Yeah. How's everyone doing tonight? I love that... uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just gonna let that one carry. You're just gonna right let it now. go. <laughs> you write a 13-page, you know, borderline manifesto. Really, uh, somewhere really in the woods. It really yeah, speaks no for itself. <laughs> it does. Oh, no! And, uh, there, and somehow we have a fucking home office. When did that happen? <laughs> I was gonna say, like the follow-up joke for that was actually like, I can't believe we have inner office mail. <laughs> uh, also joining us tonight in an effort to boost listenership for our podcast, he suggested that we should start including spicier guests like strippers and sex workers. I said. I didn't know any, but Tiki, being adventurous, said he had a webcam and a pack of eight Hebrew national bun lights ready to go. <laughs> this surprised no one. He's our friend Steve. <laughs> that took so many turns. It went on so long. I forgot that I'd written that joke. <laughs> <laughs> for Tiki, right? Yeah. That's <laughs> Both for me. That was awesome. <laughs> Both of our like tube shaped really meat. Fun. I like that. And Steve's here too. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Fuck. I like I wrote these jokes uh, last week, and I'd forgotten both of them. I just knew that I had material, so I just started reading it. And halfway through, I was trying not to crack up because I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember the punchline now. It's a total misdirect to Tiki and uh, Eight Hebrew Nationals." Oh, oh, a little tear just uh, right there down my cheek. Steve, how the hell are you tonight? I am well. Tiki, how the hell are you tonight, bud? Uh, good. I'm going to be working remote from the home office the rest of this week, FYI. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. We do have a uh, we do have a remote work uh, policy here. The pay is shit, and uh, I won't let you guys unionize, but uh, you absolutely can work from home, aren't I? A nice, uh, cruel, evil, capitalistic overlord who has only made uh, about the cost of uh, three Taco Bell meals from this podcast. That's what you'd get if uh, that's what we have to split if we unionize. And one of you would have to split some of that with with uh, with Danny, Steve. I don't know what I gotta split it. Because <laughs> you don't have seniority. Yeah, you don't have any seniority. This is there's corporate structure here, man. You you don't have any seniority here, buddy. I'm gonna start circulating that union paper. <laughs> <laughs> Just look for that union label. There's a part of me that uh, that <clears throat> loves the uh, the idea of the two union, the two of you unionizing <laughs> against me. <laughs> but then like later it's found out that uh, uh i edited all of your unionized propaganda out of the uh out of the podcast completely 
that'll be a that'll be a fun experiment for for all of us see where uh where you guys can uh throw in some agitprop to uh to destabilize things amongst our <laughs> 17 listeners 18 now that i know that russ listens haha russ i know you listen i know you listen buddy well, this is going to go ahead and spoil your whole joke later about his penis. So. No, that's all right. That's all right. I'm I'm good with it. I'm good with calling him out. Yeah, Russ, I was going to talk about the tattoo, the hunt tattoo that you got on your penis because you're so addicted to the game. Well, we'll just go past that. We'll just we'll just move on right through that. Uh, how you guys been? Uh, I'm really sorry about the what happened last week with the recording things, just um, schedule-wise, and then, you know, the family getting sick. Uh, I just couldn't make the timing work, and... Uh, Really appreciate that uh, you guys are always so incredibly flexible with the scheduling of stuff. So, um, yeah. How are things? I haven't talked to you guys in like a week and a half. Steve? All right, I'll go. <laughs> things are good. Uh, yeah. Things yeah? are... Can't complain. Uh, not this past weekend, but weekend before. Got back from the camping trip down at the sand dunes. Nice. Uh, yeah. Are you still pulling, uh, granules out of your ass or are you making oysters? No, or, uh, I didn't, uh, pearls I didn't actually get too much into the sand. I didn't go up onto the dunes themselves. It's hot. They're really fucking hot. <laughs> don't like that. Uh, no, me, most of us actually, the group that I went with, uh, most of us kind of hung out at the, that like river thing that's in front of it. Okay. I've never been. Than I remember. It's, it's a creek. It's yeah. it's actually more of a river now, man. It's not really? like deep, but it's wide. I huh. remember it being a creek when I was younger. Like I remember it being just a tiny little stream of water. I remember being a mistake to step in the water. Uh, with uh, socks you, that and vacuum, shoes, yes. That that vacuum <laughs> suction pulls your pulls your feet in. It's like yeah. whoa. <laughs> but that's where we hung out for the most part, um, and that was a lot of fun. Uh, it was a good trip. Who'd you go with? It was just family or? Just family, uh, some family friends. um, But yeah. uh, Didn't invite Tiki, huh? Didn't invite Tiki, didn't invite you. (laughs) Dick move, man. Dick motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to socialize with you guys outside of this. Jesus. I would say it was a a 90% good camping trip. 90%. What was the 10%? Did you get traveler's diarrhea? We'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Just that, good. We used to just call those the trots. Yeah, the, <laughs> the, the old trots, the trotskis. Yeah. yeah, I had none of those problems. Yeah. Tiki, how are you, man? I'm all right. Yeah? Everything going okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. Things are going fine. Yeah. Still, you know, just living life, existing, riding my motorcycle, probably a yeah. bit too much. But other than that, I'm doing great. Too much? Are you ignoring other stuff for the motorcycle? No. Well, I mean, I, I had to drop I had to stop by this dealership the other day. I was like, I hear something kind of loose underneath my bike. And they were like, your chain isn't. <laughs> they're like, they're like, look at this thing, man. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Should be doing more chain maintenance. Gotcha. What, they just take a link out or what? What? what, did, what no, did no, no. Actually, well, no, all, all bikes come with a, uh, like, the you can actually tightener, move yeah, the, yeah. the rear axle. You can just tighten the chain a little bit. That's oh, okay, thing. okay. Yeah. That's what they did, and they, were, and they were like, you know, you're probably going to need a new sprocket, new front, new front and rear sprocket, and then a new chain, you know, at the end of the season. And oh, that's not like, too okay. bad. You could do that yourself. That's pretty easy to do yourself, I think. Um, I don't think it's that difficult. I think the hardest part is, uh, one, I don't have a garage. Two, I would have no way of actually measuring the tightness to make sure that it's absolutely correct. Uh, three, I could do something totally wrong. Four, sure, sure. 
you know, there's a whole number of, I agree with you. It could be something really easy to do or. Yeah. Or, or, <laughs> or. yeah, I, I, I was talking with somebody today, um, a uh, guy at the gym that rides and we were talking about doing motorcycle maintenance and, and how incredibly paranoid just doing the simplest stuff makes you feel when like, cause you've been riding a lot longer than I have. But every time I ride, after I've done maintenance on one of my bikes, I'm like, oh, God, what does that sound? What Like, I become, like, hyper paranoid about every single thing that happened. Like, what does that be? Is that be connected to the maintenance that I did? It's inside my helmet. It's stinging me. Oh, my God, I fucked up the camshaft or something. Yeah. Like, it's, and, and, well, I mean, I've done, I've done maintenance on a motorcycle before. So it's, yeah. it's none, none of that's really that – I don't think that it's – that my bike's old enough it's not that bad sure i don't believe um i will say that um the biggest the biggest thing is that because i don't have a a place to work on it um i just you know i just don't feel comfortable doing that and these guys gotcha. these guys are nearby i've dealt with them before they're really cool about everything that's um, cool yeah so so i like i like them and we'll just work we'll just work from there um and even with them, they were like, "Yeah, ride the season, and then when you feel like it, schedule time with us. Bring the bike by, and we'll uh, we'll we'll get all the parts and everything, and have you set up." And I was like, "Oh, that's cool. I, I like that idea." Well, cheers. So other than that, no, I mean, and that was like that was something I knew was coming for like a while. I've got mm-hmm. like all the stuff to clean the chain and to oil it, and mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. I just haven't been diligent. Um, <laughs> so it's just something that's gonna have to happen, and and it's it's all good. Did you ever read that book? Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance? I don't believe I did. That's a good one. That's a good one. It's worth heard. it. It's a, you know, more about the Zen, less about the motorcycle maintenance, but uh, but it's a good book. Well, there, was, there was a lot of, I when I worked on my old CB750, I, I enjoyed that thoroughly. Yeah. Um, well, it depends whether you wanted to find the word thoroughly. <laughs> Got a sense of satisfaction out of doing the work yourself, right? Yeah, yeah for sure. Does that make sense? <laughs> At the end of the day, I'm like, my back hurts, my hands are all cut up <laughs> yeah. and covered in oil and yep. grease, my knees are killing me. Uh, but now the bike is up on its center stand, and all I have to do is put on the back wheel, mount the chain, uh, do that, get the seat tightened down properly the way it was going to go, and also replace the ignition switch because that's bad. You know, that bike had like so many things go wrong with it. It was just, I don't know. It just, it was just crazy. I mean, you're, so. you're like, you're like, just uh, a held in fart away from trying to juggle too much. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, one of selling that, that bike because there came a point where there was, you know, and even my, even my ex-wife, she was like, you know, could you fix it up more? Could you do more? Can you get this and this and this? And I was like, I can, but I'm like, just really tired. Yeah. <laughs> really, really tired of, of doing this kind of stuff. Like, I just want to take a nap. you know, like you're like, it's, it's, it's like buying a house to fix her upper. And it's like, can, you, oh, can yeah. you, you do this and this and this? And it's like, yeah, but I kind of want to just sit around and watch TV. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I get that. I get so, that. Yeah, things are good though. All right. Well, speaking of maintenance, my name's Will and I'm an alcoholic. My name's Tiki and I'm an alcoholic. My name's Steve and I'm not an alcoholic. But I'm not above stealing a drunk's dog. And I would have done it during the camping trip. <laughs> I was going to so, ask. Uh, the follow-up question to that was, yeah. so, Steve, what happened There's, on the family yep. camping trip? Yeah. Back, back story. Yeah. So uh, the 10%. The 10%. 10%. Um, our campsite neighbors pulled in Saturday. And it is just a bunch of young college-age kids. And I think... 
like all of us just kind of like collectively looked at each other and rolled our eyes like ah sure. <laughs> um now i don't begrudge them being young and drunk and loud and with their shitty shitty music that they played all night was it nickelback yeah was it, it nickelback uh i don't actually recall nickelback <laughs> um uh that would have set but, me off yeah <laughs> what have made me really angry like you know i did that at one point so i i i don't begrudge them that right like you're young, whatever. Have fun in your fucking campsite. Be assholes, I guess. My problem is that these dicks wouldn't freaking put leashes on their dogs, and their dogs get no. coming into our campsite. Now, this isn't a problem in the sense that, like, their dogs were nice. Great. But I didn't know that their dogs were nice. Sure. And furthermore, they didn't know that my dogs were nice. That, you know, all the dogs that we had, we had, like, six dogs with us <laughs> like it was ridiculous it's like four people six yeah. dogs you brought too many it was, dogs it was, it was a bit extreme but they didn't know that our dogs were okay right right but these drunk assholes because of course they did we all um we all turn in for the night and they you know they keep partying mm-hmm. well they lose their dog in the middle of the night i know this because i heard them wandering through our campsite shouting for their dog named chief <sighs> yeah so we're all trying to sleep these dicks are just wandering around shouting for this dog i hear another campsite um apparently found this dog lured him with, in with treats uh they the only reason they did that is because they heard they, these people calling for their dog right and and i hear the guy who found the dog ask the guy who owns the dog uh, yeah, so we we didn't see a collar on him, you know. We were, you know, just just got him. That's like my dog did room free, man. He he literally said, "Yeah, I don't really do collars with him." Oh my god! <laughs> so it was at that point that, like, in my head, I really made the decision that if they lose it again, I'm taking it. Yeah. <laughs> like if I hear him, like, it's apparently a nice dog. It, it was a pretty dog. It was a, a like a black and white husky. Oh. Um. I was like, I'm stealing that dog. I'm going to lure it into my car with treats, and I'm going to drive away. And then it's going to be right. my best friend, That's gonna and be we'll my cuddle, dog. and we'll go on adventures, and I'll eventually write a children's <laughs> story that'll get me on the New York Times. God damn it, they took the dog back. Even if uh, even if, if my wife didn't want the dog, I, I knew I knew some people. <laughs> we'll we, maybe we'll yeah. the dog, right? I probably would have taken the dog, yeah, yeah. 100%, man. Oh, God, I thought you were like, I thought you were going to be like, yeah, and it's hot dogs for everybody. No, 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 no. No, sick pest. It's got to be it's got to be in tube shape and I have to be able to easily put you, ketchup, mustard and relish on it. You don't think you could do that with a dog. It not that not, not no, no. Do you know how hard it is to get ketchup on a dog? It's I'm that's not a very difficult. Dog, it is, it, it, it is very it's very easy to get ketchup on a dog, I'll have you know. That dog's going to lick that ketchup off like half a second after it gets no, on. No, you there, put right? it you put it in the center of their back, they can't get to it. I have another dog though, so that one's gonna get to it. Like, just it look at that, man. Friends, you know what? Will. I'm throwing, I'm throwing out, I'm throwing out solutions here. You're just throwing negatives. You're, back you're at throwing it, hot right? dogs down the hallway, trying to get me to bite. I's I'm not doing it, buddy. I'm not doing it. All right, that hot dog's been in a hallway. So, uh, yeah, right. that's how I almost stole a dog. Huh? <laughs> yeah, so that's better than my than my week. That's for sure. Oh, that's that's a that's that's a slight it's a better story than the one time that i almost stole something living from another person <laughs> but that was when like like 
I think that one of the patients came in on meth and like had a baby and uh, I don't know. <laughs> I do recall that story. Yeah, I don't. I, I think it's a HIPAA violation for me to tell any of like any <laughs> of it. So yeah, but I, I almost stole a baby. <laughs> I told that story later that night, and of course, this is back when I'm still drinking. So you know, uh, it seemed like a good idea. Seemed at the like time. a good idea. I, I mean, I wasn't <laughs> drunk there, um, but like I'd done that thing, and then like later on. Uh, when I was off call, I'd had a couple drinks and I'm like, I would steal that baby. <laughs> like there's people around me going like, you're not stealing a fucking baby. I know, but it sounds better when I'm drunk to say I'd steal a baby. <laughs> I actually just thought of myself as Kevin Pollock from, uh, uh, Willow. <laughs> I stole the baby from a stupid bikini. <laughs> It's a good scene. What? Kevin Pollock was funny in that movie. Big, I'll tell you. Fat, stupid daikini. Big, fat, stupid daikini. Oh, God. Such a good movie. Such a good movie. I can't Great. believe they're remaking it. Why would you remake it? Or but not are remaking they remaking it? it or Sorry, they're, they're sequelizing it. it. They're sequelizing yeah. it. Sorry. They're making a sequel to it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And they've actually got the, what's his name? They played uh, uh, Willow. Yeah, uh, Warwick Davis. Yeah, Warwick Davis is back in it. It actually looks pretty interesting. Looks like it's got a lot of the same kind of the same sensibilities of a uh, of the an aesthetics. adventure movie, but with yeah the aesthetics, the the, the setting. Um, it seems like they're doing a they're doing the first movie real good justice. I don't know what's going to happen with Val Kilmer's. You know, I, I don't say know, no Mad Mardigan. Yep, no, no Mad Mardigan. They won't have Mad Mardigan, which is probably why they had to get like five other people to help out in the quest because you didn't have one Mad Mardigan. You needed you need one Mad Mardigan. That's all you need. Mm -hmm. That's all you really truly. Need. Yeah, that's all you really really need. So, I can dig it. I can dig no, it. I, I, right. I actually, I'm trying not to be, I'm trying not to prejudge that one. Yeah, like I keep, so I keep preaching that I tried not to be cynical anymore. Like I'm trying to like live uncynically. Uh, like, uh, we'll talk about that a little bit more as we get into the subject matter for tonight for the alcoholism stuff. Um, but movies and media are the one place where I have the hardest time living uncynically because every time they come out with like a sequel or a reimagining or anything like that i'm automatically like this is gonna fucking suck this is absolutely going to this is gonna you're yeah. just taking a shit all and that's just the cynical you're part shitting of on my childhood they, yeah yeah just, exactly you know, which sounds so like stupid and and fucking, well i mean like you know, like you could be like for me throw. it's like like um, Independence Day is a kind of a guilty pleasure. It's a fun movie. There's sure. parts about it that I make fun of all the time that I think are just absolutely silly. But you know, then I watched this, the the sequel to it, and I was like, "Oh, this is it's not even a guilty pleasure." It's, yeah, I just feel guilty. <sighs> yeah, it's it's like it's like it's like when you it's like when you watch like the like the Cinemax late night like erotica movies, and you're like, "Sweet," but somebody decided to make it serious, so they took all the sex out of it, and you're like. Oh, so it's just a bunch of people who can't act. Oh, I feel like that's just that's a, just like a commercial, well, right? That's like like two minutes long. I thought, I thought Tiki was planning a way to put the sex back into it. I thought he was, was going to film yeah. his own scenes yeah. and splice them in. <laughs> it's like they took the sex out of it, and then I put the sex back into it. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I could do that. No, it's it's. I it, could but, do that. <laughs> look forward to seeing your OnlyFans, man. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. No, so it's Santos. <laughs> it's cultural appropriation and i don't like it I'm, first of all i don't know where to get one of those masks but i have a i have a guy if i did if i went ahead and looked one up which i might 
All right, you guys are jerks. Okay. <laughs> so, so what was I, what we were talking about? Oh, yeah, you were talking about being a cynic. Santos versus the softcore porn. <laughs> <laughs> Santos versus Skinamax. It's like the, like I said, that in shape, out of shape guy. That, that that'll be me. I'll probably play the role of Santos. Hey, you projected just, that, right? I didn't tell anybody. I, I didn't say anything about that. You you project. You're projecting that. What the in shape, out of shape thing? Yeah, that was, yeah you, you that. said that. Those were your words. I didn't say that about you. I wouldn't do no, that. You said it about Santos. I'm just saying. I, oh I'd yeah, no, I did say yeah, that about Santos. Yeah, yeah what, I, what I what I'll do though is I'll just I'll just I'm just not going to shit. A weird argument. I'm just not going to. Yeah, I won't shave my upper torso. I'll wear the mask. It'll you know what? It'll probably still work. It'll work, man. It'll work. Just give yep. us a give us, give us 15 <laughs> minutes to put a script together. So, so there you go. Not there you are not being cynical. Yeah. About movies and media. So this one time. Yeah. All right. Back on We're track. Proud, proud of you. Check into your alcohol. No, this this was a this was a good psyop. Nice job, Steve. This uh, this, this, Steve this meandered. <laughs> um so uh I don't know what it is about stress now, but my stress responses once upon a time used to be go get a bottle. Now, um I just wanna like disappear into my recording space here, which has my gaming PC and the the all of the accoutrement therein. I just want to retreat into this space and close the door and like dip my head and hands into you know whatever game is is fascinating me. And last week was pretty stressful. Uh, I talked a little bit about um, possibly having to go back to work uh, a little bit more in terms of like full time work, which I'm not super excited about but you know that's that's sort of first world problems but it is a it is a change it's a change that i don't want so it still does cause stress and i i have to you know recognize that that exists and i have to deal with it in a in a healthy manner um but i haven't had i really haven't had very much in the way of any kind of craving towards alcohol and i'm actually kind of really pleased about that um you know i had the stuff over the vacation um, which was mostly just, you know, the environment that I, I was in was the first time I've been in that environment sober. And the previous times, you know, I talked about on the show being, you know, uh, in quote unquote vacation mode um, and how, you know, different that is from, you know, active alcoholism to, to, to in recovery. So, um, so yeah, haven't had haven't had any had any issues uh, in the in the time since uh, recording the last podcast. So sounds pretty good. I'm I'm pretty pleased about the whole thing. Other things have been stressful, uh, and that's been frustrating. But as far as the alcoholism stuff goes, I've I've done all right. I have navigated well. Tiki, how are you holding up, Fran? I'm all right. I don't really have any strong cravings for alcohol for booze right now. Yeah. Um, doesn't happen very often and, uh, right now it's mostly staving off boredom and trying not to drink too many energy drinks. Oh, but... yeah. Have you started, uh, have you gotten to the place where you drank like too many and then started buzzing in and out of the space time continuum? No, I, I don't, it doesn't, the, I've built up a really solid tolerance nice. to caffeine and iocane powder. And I'm basically not like really phased by it anymore. Like I drink like three rock stars and I'm just like, nah, whatever. I'm going to go take a nap. <laughs> Even my heart's not working like a hummingbird anymore. What the hell? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I... It's just, it just, it just, you know what my problem with my problem is, is that it's 
my heartbeat is just like a it's like a jazz band. It's all irregular rhythms. <laughs> but other than that, other, I mean, and that's a small price to pay. You might want to get on either um, uh, medical help or America's Got Talent with that. One or the other. One of the two. Yeah, one of the I'll two. If it's it. jazz banding. It just just doesn't uh, yet. It can't keep my heart. Just my heart rate just can't keep time anymore. Nice, nice. But no, everything else is is coming along. We're still watching bad movies and man. Stop validating their existence. God damn it. You know what? You know what it is. <laughs> and this is and I was thinking about this when you were talking about like being cynical about media and movies. Yeah. I was like, man, I watch terrible movies all the time. You know what? That means that every once in a while, when I find like a little like you know diamond in the rough. I'm like, that is amazing. Yeah. But I go in with the expectation that whatever I'm watching is probably not going to be all that awesome. Yeah. Do you go in with a cynical mindset when you're watching these? Because I feel like most people that watch bad movies do it ironically. And I think that most ironic kind of ideation all comes from a cynical place. I I think what's, you know, know what, what I should do, and I don't do this right now. Is there are several like bad movies like that really had like low budgets or weren't that great, but still in the end kind of pulled off like kind of a cool, you know, that I was kind of you know I don't want to say proud of, but I was kind of impressed by. Gotcha. And then those are the ones that I don't talk about. There's a, I have like a list of movies yeah. that I've watched where I've gone, hey, that wasn't so bad. I was I really went in genuinely thinking this was gonna suck and I was gonna have a terrible night. Yeah. And now I'm not you know now I'm not feeling too terrible. So, uh, so maybe I should uh, maybe we should talk about those two instead of just the bad movies. Um, you know, nah. nah. All right, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Moving Steve, on. who you heard about? You wanting to kill and eat that dog? <laughs> Don't. I just no. wanted to steal the dog. Yeah, just steal the dog and then bring it to me, and and well, we'll, I'm make, not we'll make it work. Eating a dog. I didn't want to eat that dog. Like my sister-in-law has moved out now, so like we have a little bit extra room. Her cat is going to be gone. In a bit, so we can have another furry creature you in this house. You can we just could do the another dog. dog. Cat. And I love huskies, man. Huskies are good dogs. He was, he was a pretty dog. You got to work on them. You got to work a lot. They're smart dogs, but you, but but they're good dogs. Anyways, um, Steve, do you have anything to share this week? I don't think so. Like I said, things have mostly been uh, relatively good. Okay. Uh, cool. So, uh, for this week's uh, subject of conversation in terms of alcoholism. I wanted to talk about something that came up last night on the stream, and I didn't give my co-hosts very much time at all with this, but they're both bright guys, so I know that they're going to be able to catch up and probably give me some insight into this. Um, Right around 9.30, which is a half an hour into the stream, and I've already gotten, gotten through my preamble stuff my hey how are you welcome to the show blah 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 uh i've done the david blowy which is when i do a breathalyzer test on screen and i introduced and started having conversation with one of the members of the community who is uh six years sober he's about two years older than i am um so he has you know he's got corporate seniority as far as uh, uh those metrics are concerned and he was giving us uh his superhero origin story which you know as somebody that has been to a couple meetings there's a lot of that that kind of happens so it almost becomes this scripted thing where you where you start talking about okay so here's what happened and this was the date and this was when I realized that I needed help and this was the first couple of months and blah 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 so into chat comes a new chatter and they had followed 
the stream about two weeks earlier. And I'd seen their name because we don't get a, a gigantic amount of followers. We've got about 102 followers, about 102. That's a very specific number. I should have said about 100. We have 102 <laughs> followers, which is great. I'm really excited about that. Um, but he was the last one about two weeks ago and uh, came into the stream for the very first time last night and said, hey, what's up? So I did my normal thing where whenever a new person comes in, I try to engage them immediately and say, hey, welcome to the show. Uh, you know, are you here because of the gaming stuff or are you here because of the sobriety stuff? And we started talking a little bit about the fact that they were here because a friend of theirs had seen the show and pointed them to it. So I immediately go, okay, so, you know, what's up? Are you in recovery? What's your substance? And this person said that they were trying to get clear of Coke trying to trying to stop using coke and i was like okay well you know that's a substance that i i don't personally have any experience with and then after engaging a little bit more asking another you know kind of pseudo probing question they went off on this so the last time that i did substances it was uh like Adderall weed booze coke all in the all at the same time and I lost like two and a half days. Now, at this point, all I can think is that is that that is that is a strong cocktail, my friend. That is that is a whole that is a that is a pharmacy, you know, worth of uh, worth of shit that you put into your body. And I don't have any experience with doing all of those things all at the same time. The most I can say is uh, I have done I, I've I've smoked a little weed uh, a couple times in my life. I've had a couple of edibles to help me sleep a couple times in my life. But on the whole, I don't like weed. I've been drunk as a monkey several times. That's That was always my, my uh, you know, substance of choice. But as far as like Adderall or Coke or anything like that, I have no experience with that whatsoever. And I never wanted to. It was never something that that keyed into me. So the question that I and and we taught you know uh, luckily the the community member that was already in there talking with me a guy named Tweezus who's a great guy um, he had experience with this kind of stuff so he was happy to engage and say hey you know this kind of thing and this kind of thing and I had a couple of cliche things to say like hey you know find yourself uh, pro- you know a professional and maybe see if you can find yourself um, your way to like a, an NA meeting or something like that right you know the first couple of steps are usually the easy ones to point out but I felt woefully out of my depth when talking with this person and I'm wondering what your guys's thoughts are on what you do when you're presented with somebody that is further along in their addictions or has more severe addictions than you do, and not from a judgmental standpoint, because like I always say, we tend our own gardens, we worry about our shit, you know, first, and then, you know, if people ask for help, we're more than willing to offer that help, right? Like we're, you know, you go on um, the Stop Drinking Reddit, you're happy to to throw some some encouraging comments or some you know piece of advice out, right? If somebody comes to you and says, "Hey, I I would like some help. Do you know anybody?" Yeah, of course, one hundred percent. Here, this is what I got for you. But in this instance, I felt woefully out of depth. Um, Tiki, I'm going to turn it over to you. What do you what do, what would you do in that instance? 
Um, <clears throat> in that instance, yeah, I mean, it's uh, I guess I think of it as not a competition, but that kind of like strikes that chord of wow, I really. I don't have much. Like if you're looking, like mm-hmm. like you were saying earlier, if you're looking for the the man on the mountain, if you're looking for the guru that you need to seek, I am not him. Right. I am at the lodge, base camp, fire, having a fun time, telling yeah. jokes and stories about Japanese military. <laughs> like really, you need to get help beyond what I can give. I can give references. Right. That's about the best Set I can do. For a lifetime of fuck. What the fuck. What the fuck? Um, I don't know what my phone's doing. It's being weird. Sounds like it's playing some advertisements for you for uh, for NFL are gambling. You, are you playing fucking Candy Crush while we're trying to solve the mysteries <laughs> of recovery right now, you fucker? I am not playing Candy Crush. <laughs> yeah, because like 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 to go at it though, to have like that much in terms of your addiction, you're not. Like, like for me, I was, I was always self-medicating and I was always trying to basically adjust my mood and, or at least control it in some way. Um, or at least I thought that I was, Mm -hmm. it turns out I was doing the exact opposite. Um, but I was using one substance to do that. So when it comes down to like, well, I've got, you know, like, like, wow, you know, what did you do? It's like, oh, heroin, coke, and uh, I had some weed. I'm like, well, the weed is the least of my like problems with what yeah, you're talking right. about right now. Right. I was also really drunk. You're like, oh, okay. Were you smoking cigarettes? Because we may as well throw that out there <laughs> while we can. You How know? many Twinkies did you shove up your own ass? How <laughs> many Twinkies did you shove yeah. up there? There's, there's, there's only so much that I have. I, I'm not a, I'm not, a, I'm not an expert in those areas. I would definitely say go to a, uh, go to an expert, go to a, um, go to a clinic. Um, it's, it's the, it's the, it's the storyline of like, you know, you don't, you. There, there are things like red, like my, like I was talking about my motorcycle. My motorcycle has issues. I go to a motorcycle mechanic. Right. Uh, I get sick. I go and I talk to my doctor. Right. Um, I have an addiction problem. I don't go and talk to a guy on a subway car who's ranting about Godzilla versus Mothra. <laughs> like I don't, I don't like. That's not the place where you go. That's not the right place. You, you need to find the experts. You need to go to them, and you need to hopefully get uh, the help that that uh, you know the, the proper help. Right, that, right. That, Although that I gotta, need. I gotta tell you, if you're, if you're, if you're gonna engage with somebody, I like the idea of a cokehead engaging with, with the the guy on the subway train, uh, or the light rail train, you know, well actualing you uh, on, uh, on, on Mothra and Godzilla. Yeah. That, that sounds honestly, that's like right out of a movie to me. I love the idea. That of guy, that. yeah, you're like that guy is the expert, motherfucker. <laughs> I just assumed he was on coke. <laughs> <laughs> My baseline is. I was stationed was. there in '89, man. I'll tell you what. Like, uh, keeps rubbing his uh, nose and I sniffing. Having, I was having so much. Yeah, we were making such good progress. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Again, I, I, like I said, though, you got to find the experts. Find the people who can actually provide you the 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 right level of care. Right. Um, right. That you need. Um, my recommendation is still going to be just just find a clinic find an expert i like i can't like you can't come over to my house and do detox that's not gonna happen (laughs) (laughs) god damn it i was really counting on that i want to meet your dog and then eat him yeah weird i don't want to eat dog no 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 that's steve all right and he doesn't need uh rehab as far as i know but i will come over with uh, with a pack of uh, of Hebrew Nationals for you, I'll do that. For there you, you go. There happy you to. go. Happy to. Steve, what uh, what would you do in that instance? Well, so um, you know, 
it's a little bit echoing what both of you guys have said, right? Um, pointing people in the right direction. But I, but I think for me, being that, like, me being on this podcast with you guys is, is like, this exact situation for me every time, right? Right, right. I don't have these addictions. I don't have a... a a position of authority so to speak it's not a a competition (laughs) well it's it's not (laughs) but at the same time i don't have that that point i mean at least for the most part i don't have the point to draw on so that being said i think um i think it's key to just kind of speak with that honesty you know even in that look i don't have these these things to draw on but uh, I do think, you know, I do know that you can get help in these places, steer somebody to the right d- direction, you know. Um, if it's somebody close to you, I think you can absolutely be there for them. I'm going to support you no matter what. I, I will help do what I can to get you this help. Um, you know, if it's a stranger kind of like in this situation, uh, yeah, pointing them in those right directions. That You you guys already have a baseline. I have a bit of a baseline just from, from talking with you all. So I, I have at least some point to be, you know, like, Hey, I know some, some organizations that would probably be able to help you. They're a good, good place to start at very least, you know? Right. Um, so yeah, I think it's just not trying to, you know, come off as some authority on it. Like you said, not, not trying to make myself into some guru, you know? Right. Uh, so to speak, uh, I'm not the authority on the Japanese, you know, military. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to tell you about that. Um, I would be I great if like somebody seen Godzilla. It would be great <laughs> if somebody in like the chat had like spoken up with a well, actually, right after I said that. That would have well, been very actually. well. Actually, uh, that would that would have made me laugh. I would have laughed pretty hard at that. I would have known that there was a sock puppet that uh, was being piloted by Tiki. That was like, I'm just waiting for a well, actually moment. Will ha 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 ha. <laughs> yeah, it's totally there, dude. I'm in your walls. I'm listening to your thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> um all right okay. yeah yeah i think i think that there's like some basic kind of and i hate to say cliche but i think that there's some basic cliche things that we can say you know because um i'm the one running the twitch stream i i think maybe i was projecting that that i you know if i'm going to talk about this kind of stuff i want to be able to talk about it from a position where i am experienced and anything that I say can be, you know, at least taken as reasonable advice, not as gospel, but at least as reasonable advice, right? Like it's my face plastered there. I'm the one, you know, leading that I'm bringing people into the discord to, to talk to them about, about this stuff. But, you know, I'm only, you know, I'm under three years sober. I'm, I'm a, I'm a toddler in sobriety as it, as it were. So, um, uh, so yeah, I think I think there's some some common threads that that we can discuss. I think there's some baseline ideas that that are kind of almost universal as far as finding paths to recovery, but I think there's some nuance in there that definitely rely on or definitely need the touch of somebody that's got specific experience with you know, those depths of addiction or with those substances in addiction. Um, I know that when I did intense outpatient therapy for my addiction, the therapist that I responded to the best 
was the therapist. I had two. One was uh, one was in recovery. One never had a problem to begin with. They just saw the damage done and signed up to you know take the classes and become certified and lead the groups and stuff. But the one that I really really responded to was the was the addict in recovery who was also you know a, a therapist. So. Um, so yeah, the subject matter expert. I think I think that's that's really important. But I think that everybody has some measure of experience if they're in recovery, where they can say, "Hey, you know, I got a couple ideas for you, but you're going to need more specialized help than, and and community than I can give you right here, right now." Oh, does that track, Tiki? Yeah, I understood all of your words. Sweet, Steve. We doing all right? You want to go eat a giraffe? I mean, generally. Good, good. All right, so he's not going to do it by himself. No, no, God, no. One bite at a time, and uh, that is a community thing. Bring a a couple of friends. Do you have to cook your own? Is it like a fondue thing, Steve? You know what I'm wondering too. Ideally, it's it's you know prepared for you. You do that. So what if you do the drive-through thing like in the Flintstones and they? To the leg, cooked <laughs> up, and they set it on one side of your car. As the long whole as car it's cooked over. and seasoned and, and delicious, they, yeah, we could do the Flintstone thing. Okay. Bring a truck. Bring okay. a truck. Yeah. Bring a truck. Cheers. Cheers. Just trying to just trying to figure, you know, setting expectations. I mean, you got to sort it out. There's a lot of logistics. To get. Lo- there are a lot of li- fork and yeah, knife. This or... isn't this isn't something you do like you know you know on, on a whim. whim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So uh, for tonight's uh, gaming topic of conversation, um, what do you do when you hate the game that all your friends want you to play? But you still want to spend time with those friends. Now, Steve, I don't think you've got something specific for this. Something I think specific. that you're kind of an all comer for gaming. Like you'll, you'll try something specific. Oh, you do. Yeah. Oh, saucy monkey. Oh, I'm excited about that. Uh, and I know that Tiki 100% has a game that he feels this way about. Um, so, uh, Steve, why don't you, why don't you, why don't you, since you've got something, man, go ahead, okay. throw, throw down. Here's brother. the thing though. I have something, but I don't know that it answers what you're asking. Okay. In the best way. Okay. 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 <laughs> so, uh, my experience with this is um, uh, back when when before certain friends left the state, you know they. You're talking about some, Ticket like, to Ride, aren't you? I'm talking about Ticket to Ride. Oh my yes. fucking god! I pulled that one out of like <laughs> antiquity. Hell yes! Yeah, I've bitched about this so much. Um, so we'd we'd get together, we'd do different board games, Seven Wonders. Uh, I, I believe we played some Settlers of Catan at one point or another. Uh, a couple others that are just, I'm not recalling off the top of my head. Seven Wonders was a lot of fun. I actually miss playing that. Huh. Um, that was that was a good one. Um, but they quite often always wanted to play the game Ticket to Ride, which is <laughs> the worst game ever. Uh, it is just building trains. It's just building lines of trains it's snake it's basically just snake (laughs) in board game form it is tedious it is awful (laughs) i hate it to this day didn't you earlier say that john was mad at you if he hears this he's gonna be pissed (laughs) so um so what do you do when you gotta play a game that you don't like in my case I mostly just bitched about it, and <laughs> I feel like I kind of started get. Yeah, I feel like I, I kind of stopped getting invited quite as much. Maybe, maybe oh, wow. I didn't. Nice. Maybe they just didn't play it as much <laughs> when I was over. I don't really know. Um, 
But that game's fucking terrible. You passive aggressive your way out of game night. <laughs> I hated that game, man. It is just uh-huh. not good. Sounds like, like you still do. Yeah. I feel yeah. like Sounds you like really you're gotta a... be pretty high to enjoy it. <laughs> you know what? It, it sounds like you, you live in more affluent neighborhoods of Denver and you're talking about Nickelback. I mean, kinda. <laughs> you got you got that hate. You got that hate. Is, uh... Ticket to Ride is Nickelback. Nah, Nickelback's better than Ticket to Ride. Nickelback is fine. Nickelback. Exactly. Is fine. That's my point. It's fine. It's and Ticket fine. to Ride yeah. is not fine. Yeah. Um. Outside of that, yeah, I enjoy basically every game, and I'll sit there and play it with you no matter what, even if I'm right. Right. Like I was actually like when I when I thought of this subject matter, I was like, all right, this is something Steve probably won't have anything to do with. Uh, I mean, but, Ticket to Ride sucks. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's it's. I'm glad that there's one because I was worried that I was going to have to go to the end of the earth to find something that you truly well, hated. But then so I, I remembered about that. I'm not a big fan of like playing games, and and I will. I'm not a big fan of playing games with um, strangers. I don't like that. I like to know who I'm playing with. Huh. Uh, so even um, even though I really really enjoyed playing it with you, Will, actually a lot back when we used to. Um, yeah. Overwatch was was great, but only because I had to play with you. Whenever I played with other people, it kind of sucked. Like, see, that's not fun out of it. That's not far off the mark for what uh, I'm going to talk about with with Tiki's experience at all. You're gonna you want to talk about my experience? Well, so so you 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 would not. So Steve, you would say that you would not play Overwatch if you weren't playing with somebody that you wanted to play with, right? I basically stopped once I once right. I didn't have right. somebody to play with. Right. So Tiki. Our, uh, you know, our mutual friend is absolutely obsessed. We talked about the fact that he's got a, a tattoo of uh, a penis tattoo. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's, got, he's got the penis tattoo of uh, the Spitzer ammo uh, cost yep. on the side of his penis. I was going to say, could have just also been a barcode. Could have uh, been. Yeah. For the UPC for the game. Yeah, yeah. Totally. So, <laughs> so he likes playing the game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he goes I've, through the checkout. I've, I've never, I've never seen it. <laughs> Self-checkout line at the Safeway. <laughs> But it's a, yeah, but he's but it's the it's the it's the premium bundle. It's Can not like we just get the, regular the price bundle. check on Hunt Showdown? <laughs> <laughs> That's premium pretty bundle. It's glorious. the premium premium bundle. Yeah, go through all the extra deal. I get all the extra DLC for free. <laughs> um, even though you really pay for it, but whatever. See the here or there. Uh, he uh, he he, uh, he 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 likes playing the game by himself. Um, yeah, loves it. He, not... He's quite good at it. Yeah, um, yeah he is. He loves the tension and everything else about it. And I just, it's a social thing for me. So I like hanging out and playing with him. Um, and uh, we get, you know, like, I'm not the greatest at it, but I have my moments. Sure. Um, and then when we have a third person in there with us. It's, it's actually, it's, it depends on who that person is. Because it was, it was our other, it was our other mutual friend the other night. And I thought Russ and I were both like on the verge of just, Strangling him, (laughs) (laughs) reaching through, reaching through. uh, God damn it! Pulling a poltergeist Um, and uh, and and strangling him with the USB cord. Yeah, yeah, just oh my gosh. Yeah, there'd probably be some sort of bad like '90s or 2000s movie about that. But um, but but, you know, we when we game with you, it's it's fun too. It's a it's a it's a much more social uh experience. It's also at the same time we're all very serious and we communicate very well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and everybody seems to know what everybody's you know where everybody's at most of the time. Most of the and time. I think it, I think it just, I think it just works really well for us. Um, but would I play uh, Hunt Showdown by myself? 
uh, no, no, I have, I have better things to do. Uh, right. like I have, uh, recently I purchased a small vial of acid. I would just pour <laughs> that right into my eyes and not think about playing hunt showdown. I just, I just um, like to drip a little on each one of my toes could, and let them you know, sizzle. It's, it's like, Oh, do you want to get a tattoo of this on your penis? And like, no, I just, I was just going to stand here and slam my penis into the bathroom door. I'd rather listen Instead, to Nickelback. I would rather listen to Nickelback. I would rather get one up by some jackass in a fucking light rail car about the theory of Godzilla and Mothra and motherfucking Japanese military. God damn it. Tiki, that's all that guy had. All right. That's, that's all shut up. that guy had. Okay. You're just trying to make me feel better. We don't know what all else that guy had. He probably went home and journaled about it. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, the, 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 the overall lesson is. Yeah, I will not. I just, I just don't. Um, I don't find the game enjoyable without a social uh, extra. Right there, there are plenty of other games, first-person shooters I've played in the past, like Dave Defeat. I don't mind playing that by myself. Have a fun time. It's uh-huh. a nice quick reset. Um, I, I don't mind with with uh, some of the other games that I've played with uh, with with uh, with other friends. But Hunt is just there's something about, hey. Here's a bunch of money. Spend it. Build this character. Get it all set up. Take it out there. Headshot. Okay, you're dead. Now do that again. And it's like, well, why would I do that again? <laughs> like I was like, like two minutes <laughs> why of gameplay. Do that again. Jesus Christ! It's like when you go, it's like going to a Dave and Buster's and you found out they turned up all the difficulty settings to like super fucking high, and you can't win tickets anymore and you can't win shit. And it's like, well, why would I hang out here? So. That- the Fucking seven dollar and fifty cents. Wings are so uh, good. No, beers? I'm just kidding. I, I don't, do they have wings? Uh, they yeah, probably they have, they have, have, they have wings. wings. Yeah, they but, do. But the wings are no, so the, the, good. The point being, <laughs> the point being, why why would I invest like emotionally, monetarily, everything else into this when by myself? There is no commiseration, no social aspects, yeah. no even sharing the loss with somebody else. It's just me wanting to rip my headphones in half. Right. So no, I I I, I don't play when I'm if it's just me, I don't play. Right. So um, for me, uh, I I like playing Hunt, but I haven't had to play it solo. Uh, I I usually have folks that I, like. Usually you and and Russ are on, or I've got Kopi and Bowler that I can play with, or I can pull somebody from the community, um, from the the Twitch community to play with. So I I haven't had that experience with Hunt. I could see why you would get so frustrated with it, um, but for me, so I'm not a huge fan of Magic the Gathering, and I've sunk some some cost and time and energy into it, and uh, yeah, I, I I I'm so much more interested in the social aspect that I, than I am in a getting better at it or B going outside of the so Like, I don't think that I will ever play that game outside of that, of the social circle that I play. So Steve, Mark, Ryan, uh, Kyle, like if people come into that circle, that's fine. But, but I gotta have, you know, I gotta have Steve or Mark or Ryan or Kyle there for me to want to do that. Cause those are people that I want to spend time with. And I recognize that, with every single one of those people, except for, you know, maybe Mark, it's really hard to get any kind of FaceTime with them. So I'm willing to go to them doing something that I like if I had a cheap alternative to Magic the Gathering that everybody could kind of buy into, I would present that as a possibility. But even that I know is kind of uh, would be kind of a difficult thing to do 
Um, you know, I maybe the board game collection that I've got, we could find something in there, but but everybody's so busy and they're just going to get busier. You know, Ryan with the kiddo coming, and I, I'd be surprised if uh, if Kyle doesn't have the same thing happening in the next year or two. Um, so yeah, yeah, uh, you you got to go where you got to go where your friends are. With Russ, I know that it's going to be difficult to move him off of that game. He tried playing uh, Hell at Loose, but didn't really like the combat all that much. I don't think. Um, no, and, he didn't. He didn't say that. He actually said he didn't like the the time consumption of getting back to the battlefield, oh, which is so funny to dying. me because like. Because yeah, Hunt is such a fucking yeah. running simulator as it is, anyways. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not just that. It's like even even getting back into a game of Hunt, you have to like, you know, okay, I got another character. Uh, yeah, these weapons, yeah. Are they going to work for me? Do I have special ammo for each weapon? How much does that cost? Like, you have to go through all the, you know, you, you go through like the four or like whatever the three different layers of, of items you're going to take with you, and. You know, and you have to measure that against the money that you have on hand, or yeah. you're gonna, you know, get a legendary hunter with three, you know, different traits that you don't. And it's yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't understand the whole like. I don't like the idea like I have to like travel and do this, this thing. Like I have to actively do this thing, and it's like, well, yeah, you actively do that thing all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, I, I mean, there's some, there's some tension that happens when you're on a, like a three-player team and you're the only one that's currently knocked out because you can watch the other players on your team but with with a game like hell at loose you can hop back into the game within like 30 seconds of your last death and you know i i i'm not complaining this is not a complaint about hunt or and it's certainly not a complaint about you know russ's love of that game I, i'm happy to play that with russ but i don't know that i would play that if i didn't have people to play with no, Munchkin. That's the other one. Oh, I you hated so many... Munchkin? Oh, really? God, yeah. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. Game takes forever. It does. Yeah. Uh, it, just dra- it's like it just drags on and on and on. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like funny. that game. That's funny. Yeah, I feel the, the, I feel the same. Like, Steve Steve, Steve hates uh, Ticket to Ride. I, I hate uh, Munchkin. Yeah, yeah. You know what? We can't all be perfect. Nope. Nope. So all some of us can do is... Go on light rails and get yelled at by guys that were stationed in Japan in 1989. <laughs> All right, guys. I think that's going to wrap us up for tonight. Like every episode of the Save vs. Poison podcast, we like to shout out to the mutual support groups you, we hope you turn to in your time of need. There's Alcoholics Anonymous, AA, www.aa.org, 212-870-3400. Moderation Management, moderation.org, 212-871-0974. Secular AA, SOSSobriety.org, 323-693-1633. Smart Recovery, smartrecovery.org, 440-951-5357. And Women for Sobriety, womenforsobriety.org, 215-536-536. 8026 and for friends and family of addicts that need a little support in a friggin group type environment there's al-anon family groups at www.al-anon.alateen.org or 1-888-425-2666 from all of us here at the save versus poison podcast my name is will i'm chicky i'm steve And we wish you warm, creamy regards. Good night, everybody. Ticket to Ride's the worst. You've just listened to another episode of the Save vs. Poison podcast. 
If you liked what you heard, please follow us, like, and subscribe on Twitter at VS underscore save on Facebook at the save versus poison podcast and streaming live on Twitch at twitch.tv backslash SVP podcast. Thanks so much for joining us and stay safe, everyone. <laughs>